American Catholic History is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. Hello, and welcome to American Catholic History. If you like our podcast, be sure to rate us and give us a review wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Noelle Heaster-Crow. And I'm Tom Crow. Today, we're talking about Blessed Carlos Rodriguez, the catechist and lover of the liturgy who is on track to become the first saint from Puerto Rico. Carlos Rodriguez was from humble origins. He barely graduated high school, didn't graduate from college, and had very bad health most of his life. How did he accomplish what he did? Well, he had a deep, deep love of Christ and a passion for teaching the faith. Carlos Manuel Rodriguez Santiago was born in November 1918 in Caguas, Puerto Rico, the second of five children, and he was baptized at Sweet Name of Jesus Church. I find that a very nice title, Sweet Name of Jesus. We frequently hear of churches called Holy Name of Jesus, like the cathedral in Chicago or our own cathedral here in Steubenville. But Sweet Name of Jesus, we don't hear that in English much. Right. I really like it. Anyhow, his parents were good, faithful Catholics, but they were not well off. Their situation was made worse when their home and shop burned down when he was just six years old. They were forced to move in with his mother's parents. But they were rich where it counted. They had each other, and they had their Catholic faith, which they handed on to their children. Yes. Carlos received his first communion and became an altar boy, like any other Catholic boy his age. Between his mother's influence and his own experience as an altar boy, he developed a deep love of the liturgy. This naturally inspired a desire to be a priest. And it wasn't just Carlos who desired religious life. One of his sisters became a Carmelite nun, and his brother became a Benedictine monk and the first Puerto Rican to be an abbot at his monastery. Right. Deep faith and service to the church ran in the family. So he started high school in 1932, but his time in high school was interrupted by the onset of ulcerative colitis, a severe medical condition which brought about fevers, severe abdominal pain, and other debilitating symptoms. Some family members blamed this condition on an incident that happened when he was nine. His one-year-old cousin was attacked by a police dog, and Carlos wrestled the dog away from his cousin. They believed that the trauma of that event triggered the ulcerative colitis, which he would struggle with the rest of his life. He finally completed high school at 21 years old. He wanted to become a priest, but his health prevented that. He worked as a clerk for a few years before enrolling at the University of Puerto Rico, but that only lasted one year. He was a great student, and he loved his studies, but his illness prevented him from doing more formal schooling. From then on, his education would be the self-taught variety, including teaching himself how to play piano and organ. He was a voracious reader and began to develop a deep spirituality. He also continued to work as a clerk and in other office jobs that didn't strain his frail health too badly. And he used the money he made to finance a range of catechetical activities. He began translating prayers and parts of the Mass into Spanish, as well as articles on the liturgy and publishing them in two small regular publications, one called Liturgy and the other called Christian Culture. He believed that the liturgy is the life of the church. So it was vitally important to spread familiarity with and love of the liturgy. A sentiment near and dear to your own heart. Well, yes. Lex orandi, lex credendi. The law of prayer is the law of faith. If we truly believe that the Eucharist is Christ, and we believe that the Eucharist is the source and summit of the Christian life, then the liturgy, which gives us the Eucharist, ought to be known, loved, and entered into with utmost respect. This belief was what motivated Carlos Rodriguez. 
And what's interesting is that he was advocating for some reforms that the Fathers of Vatican II included in Sancrosantum Concilium, the document on the liturgy, including an increased use of the vernacular and a greater active participation by the laity in the liturgy. Yes, he saw that most Catholics felt disconnected from the liturgy and wanted to find ways to change that. Part of that was proposing some modest changes to the liturgy. Changes had happened before when the circumstances warranted. He thought some small changes could be warranted now to assist the faithful in entering into the liturgy more deeply. But he also strongly believed in liturgical education, not just liturgical reform. Right. He believed that the faithful needed to do their part to come to know the liturgy better, and that required education. So he began to organize groups he called liturgy circles at universities to help students and professors learn more about the liturgy. Beyond setting up groups on college campuses, he organized discussion groups in towns, taught catechism in high schools, and he usually provided the materials out of his own pocket. But Carlos didn't care about possessions, owning just one pair of shoes his entire adult life. He only wanted people to love Christ, especially through knowledge of and greater respect for the liturgy. Yes, and since his focus was on Christ and how Christ comes to us in the liturgy naturally, the focus of his work would be the high point of the liturgical calendar. The Easter Vigil. Exactly. The night that Christ rose from the dead. In that liturgy, we observe the light overcoming darkness, and we say of Adam's original sin, O happy fault that merited for us such a Savior. Rodriguez was generally a quiet, shy man, but it is reported that when he would speak about the Paschal Mystery and the Easter Vigil, he would light up and speak with a strength. He would often say, Bibimos para esa noche. We live for that night. His entire life was lived in anticipation of the resurrection. So naturally, he was overjoyed when, in 1952, Pope Pius XII restored the Easter Vigil to the night of Holy Saturday rather than the morning, which had been the case for centuries. In the late 1950s, he quit his clerical job to take a full-time post teaching about the liturgy at the Catholic Center at the University of Puerto Rico. Many of the students he taught there would go on to become catechists throughout Puerto Rico, thus helping to spread the faith and love of the liturgy even more. And it was these students who eventually organized to promote Carlos Rodriguez's cause for canonization. Rodriguez was diagnosed with advanced terminal rectal cancer in early 1963, at just 44. His last few months were filled with intense pain, and he experienced the dark night of the soul, feeling that God had abandoned him. This desolation cleared in early July, and he passed into eternal life peacefully on July 13, 1963. Soon after his death, some of his students formed a group dedicated to carrying on his work. In 1981, a 42-year-old mother who had been friends with Rodriguez during his college days experienced a miraculous healing from lymphatic cancer, which she attributed to Rodriguez's intercession. In 1992, his cause was formally opened. The 1981 miracle was approved in 1999 after extensive investigation. And on April 29, 2001, Carlos Manuel Rodriguez Santiago was beatified by Pope John Paul II. To this day, his one pair of shoes remains on display at his sister's house, where pilgrims come to stuff prayer requests for his intercession. You've been listening to American Catholic History on the StarQuest Production Network. If you've been enjoying our podcast, please be sure to give us a rating and a review. To learn more about today's topic, to find previous episodes, and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com history. You can email us at history at sqpn.com or find us on social media at facebook.com slash American Catholic History or follow StarQuest on Twitter at SQPN. 
I'm Noelle Heaster-Crow. And I'm Tom Crow. Thank you once again for joining us on American Catholic History on StarQuest.